What's up and welcome to Uwe Allen episode number 37 and we are going to wing this episode because I have nothing, I have no idea what to talk about and we've done a pretty good job I think um, just making up topics after of course the um, NBA season ended, football ended and I've just been talking about the most random things. And this week, I really don't have anything. <laughs> but I, I do have some stuff that I came up with, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Hopefully, I think it's going to be short, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, uh started off with uh, Kobe Bryant. It was his birthday this week, this past week on the 23rd. Also, it was my mom's birthday too. So, <laughs> shout out to my mom and... Kobe's birthday was August 23rd, which I actually didn't know that was his birthday. <laughs> and then the day, day after is the uh, Mamba Day, of course, 824, being the two numbers that he wore with the Lakers. And for me, I actually totally forgot that it was Mamba Day. And it's kind of my fault. It's just me being a poor NBA fan. I should always know Mamba Day and Kobe's birthday. But in all honestly, honesty, <laughs> I've just been losing track of time as I, I said in a previous episode that I don't really know what day it is anymore I don't know if it's just me that's noticing that but the only days I've really recognized is just my birthday and then New Year's Day and of course later on this year Thanksgiving and Christmas but other than that I'm just kind of surprised at what day it is like I I remember <laughs> I would look at the calendar at work and be like oh sheesh it's this it's eight it's August 20-something today. <laughs> and yeah, as a result, I totally forgot it was Mamba Day, 824, on Tuesday. But I have a crazy story about that day because what had happened was, see, like, uh, I'm a sneakerhead. Of course, I'm I'm Filipino, of course, so I collect sneakers. But anyways, I, you know, I have a bunch of sneakers and choosing them, choosing which pair to wear every day or each day is kind of a struggle <laughs> and sneakerheads could relate unless you plan out your rotations and all that stuff but i haven't done that since high school <laughs> but anyways <clears throat> every day i i wake up and i go to work luckily i'm able to have there's no dress code at work so i could still wear my sneakers and every day i just kind of randomly pick a pair of shoes to wear and I have a wide variety of sneakers from Jordans, uh, Kyrie, Curry, Kobe, Harden, everybody, Giannis, uh, did I say Kyrie? Yeah. <laughs> I have just a wide, wide range of sneakers to wear. And something happened on Tuesday, Mamba Day, where I was looking for sneakers and then all of a sudden something popped in my mind to, uh, pick a particular shoe out of my, uh, my little collection. And this was, it wasn't like, because <laughs> cause, uh, having a big collection, I had to like put sneakers in really hard to grab areas. And <laughs> it's just, I'm not really that organized. But anyways, I had this feeling inside to grab a sneaker from like this really hard to get area. And it just so happened to be a pair of Kobe Bryant sneakers. And I didn't know, of course, I didn't know it was Mamba Day that day until like later the afternoon when I got an email that it was Mamba Day and I looked down in my feet because I was like oh sheesh I forgot to wear my Kobe's but 
I looked down at my feet, and I was wearing my Kobe 7s, the, uh, the black and yellow initial original uh, system pair that they had. If you remember that pair, it was the one that he did a commercial with Co uh, Kanye West, if you remember that. That was a long time ago, <laughs> like 2011, 2012. But yeah, I wore that shoe today, or that day, and that was really crazy because whatever got into my mind at that moment to grab that particular sh particular shoe on that day i don't think that was a coincidence uh, who knows you <laughs> know it was freaky spooky but it was really cool that that ended up happening and that was really crazy and figured that i'd share <laughs> and while we're on topic i mean talking about that kobe 7 pair I, it was a kobe 7 and funny thing about that shoe too, that was around uh, when the Concord 11 Jordans came out. And I remember, cause I, you remember that time when everybody was going crazy for that shoe and that was when uh, lining up for sneakers was still a thing. I remember I, me and my roommate at the time, we actually got our pair on Nike.com like a week before or something. So <laughs> I just went to the mall that day on Christmas or whatever, just to uh, see if I could get a second pair. Because I was greedy like that. <laughs> so I went to the mall. And of course I, I didn't have a chance. I was too late. And it was like zombies everywhere. Trying to get a pair of Kobe, or Jordan 11s. So right after the dust settled. I ended up just going to Foot Locker. And I had extra money of course. Because I was I was originally going to buy the Jordans. But you know that didn't work out. So with that money I had left in hand, I went to Foot Locker and then they just so happened to have two pairs that I wanted. One of them was the uh, LeBron China, the blue and orange pair, the nine, which is actually a really cool pair. And then they had the Kobe 7 that came out. And then, yeah, I initially got the, I, I mean, I got the Kobe 7 that day. And initially I was very regretful because it's not really a comfortable sneaker at least the uh, high top version because they have like a inside booty i think that's what it's called that you could pull out at a shoe and then I, I really didn't like that but uh as time went on and you know i eventually switched out the uh that little booty <laughs> that shoe booty for the low top version and ever since i did that it's kind of one of the more cooler pairs when you break it in but nowhere as cool as like the kobe 5 4 and the 6 though i think that's kind of when i stopped buying kobe's <laughs> but yeah gotta share that story so rest in peace kobe and moving on to the next subject in his memory i've been working hard on that kobe mamba mentality <laughs> working on some music and you know I've, I've always been talking about me making music <laughs> but i've never showed it here yeah actually i did on the very very first episode the music playing in the background is my music but since then i haven't played music i've always thought about having it on the background but never got to it but whatever anyways i've been working on music for the past few months with um old podcast friend he was on his podcast last year actually for one of the first episodes um matt me and matt not only are we uh not only are we both basketball people that like basketball and talk about basketball we're also we also have this um shared what's this shared hobby or interest in music matt 
has actually worked on music before. He is a singer-songwriter, really good songwriter and singer. And me, <laughs> I am a producer, singer. I don't want to call myself a songwriter because I kind of suck. I still suck in that area. Or aspiring songwriter <laughs> is the right term. But anyways, we've been talking about working on music together and we have done a couple songs in the past but now we're trying to work on like an ep and like a four or five song ep and that's kind of what i've been working on for the past few months like every day i come home from work i'm either working on the podcast or i'm working on the music <laughs> and that's all i have really time for whether it's other obligations or but for the couple hours or so that i have a spare time after work or during the weekends i'm work i've been working on music and working on that project and yeah we're finished i think like phase one of just fleshing out throwing out ideas and the sound that i'm trying to get or we're trying to get is something a little summery happy even though that's kind of not the vibe right now <laughs> it's not really happy at all right now <laughs> but yeah something like summer inspired happy fast paced high bpm not really dance but light uh, rock hip-hop kind of kind of staying away from r&b right now but yeah really guitar influenced or guitar driven music for me on my side i've been producing like the beats and all that stuff and it's been just <laughs> really fun it could be really stressful at times. I mean, just this past week, I had just an awful, awful down day. And artists can definitely relate when you just have that writer's block or artist block where things just aren't working how you want it to. And that was really frustrating. And it was super hot, too. So I was I was pissed and I was sweating at the same time. So that wasn't as ideal as I wanted it to be. But yeah, just been pushing it out. And it's just really challenging. And that's one of the really cool things about art and music is that every day is just you you never you never know what to expect and even throughout all the struggles like every now and then you get it right and once you get it right and you make something dope it all those bad times <laughs> those struggles that you had just it evaporates into thin air like it makes all that struggle worth it you know and yeah for me i'm also trying to challenge myself musically matt also try to tell me to work on new stuff and now that, that's kind of why i like working with him because he he pushes me to try new stuff and to be better and that's kind of the people that you want to be around and musically <laughs> for me i'm really stubborn about my chord progressions and just my style of music that i tend to lock into one sound and me i i really like the uh, uh steady rock i think that's the term kind of reggae sound where it's a very like easy progression it's not anything crazy it's like you know that it just <laughs> it just goes between those two chords like the whole song and it's really easy to listen to and it's something that i naturally go to when i whenever i try to make music but you know uh <laughs> i've been trying to challenge myself to try new progressions and try new things so for this project i've been trying new newer chord progressions trying to trying to uh do a lot more and 
for me, I, I usually work, I'm a hip hop guy, so I, I usually try to work around like 92, 94, 96 BPM. But this whole time or recently, I've been pushing above 100 BPM all the way upwards to about like 120, 118 BPM or something like that, which it, which is really crazy for me because that's like uncharted or undiscovered or <laughs> unknown territory for me. And that's super challenging. And I did that this week and it, it was really awesome. I really liked it. And I ended up really becoming really good friends with <laughs> the higher BPMs and just, it's a whole new world when you when you try different bpms i mean sheesh there's stuff that you you can't do in lower bpms that you could do in higher higher bpms and yeah i was trying that as well and hopefully we'll see what comes out of it and hopefully i can share that with you here <laughs> i mean i could i mean i own my i mean we own our music so we could share it but yeah well, I'll, I'll keep you up to date with that, but that's been going on in the background. <laughs> then next, next topic. <laughs> Bear with me. Um, and uh, yeah, about last week, um, amidst all the uh, K-pop talk, talking about Somi and her comeback and then Red Velvet, I also talked about COVID and that California recall. And then I went on my little, uh, may have went on my MAGA rant towards the end of that episode and yeah i mean i had over a week to think about what i said and yeah because i'm very open to thinking and challenging myself on what i believe and yeah man i'm kind of i i may have flip-flopped on my position over this past week i mean it's really conflicting but the main root of it being the up uptick and the emergence of the delta variant and covid coming back to just uh previous levels and i'm talking like pre-vaccine levels like it's getting pretty bad with the delta variant like i'm hearing hospitals being uh being uh overwhelmed crowded like it once was before the vaccines and man i i it's crazy that there was once a time not not that long ago like in may where everything started to look really really bright i mean i thought there was going to be a light at the end of the tunnel where we could finally see the end of the pandemic and we could all return to our normal lives but in all actuality the variants were was i think the delta was from india right but yeah it's it's a whole worldwide effort <laughs> like we all have to beat it at the same time and uh, the truth is is that there's other countries really struggling to fight it off in their own ways and it, as a result there there's variants being uh being introduced and are mutating and as a result the stronger delta variant that has been more uh transmissible more contagious has been ransacking is that the word <laughs> absolutely uh trashing the united states of america and the whole world i mean i know australia australia is in lockdown everywhere uh it's pretty bad and you know i said in the previous episodes i i think a couple weeks ago about me having the quarantine or soft quarantine because my coworker got covid and it was definitely the delta variant and he was vaccinated and that really changed every opinion that i had on <laughs> everything and over this past week it got really really bad and yeah i mean my and my stance on the recall has flipped 
and I, I still have my ballot just in my table right right there like I haven't voted yet I'm gonna wait till like the last week to submit because <laughs> I'm a procrastinator <laughs> but honestly because I, I just want to make the right decision and think about it and last week I was calling for the recall of Gavin Newsom and leaning towards Larry Elder but after this week and then seeing COVID come about and just rethinking everything I think I'm just gonna unfortunately have to lay back on punishing Gavin Newsom for now and laying back on uh, Larry Elder or any Republican because I think this variant is much more uh, devastating than I had previously imagined and I don't think it is the right time to um, right time to uh, get rid of um, mandates or get rid of uh, be more relaxed in terms of uh, battling the uh, COVID variant and Republicans just can't do that right now as you can see from Florida <laughs> goddamn Florida and tech I don't know Texas got hit hard but we need <laughs> we need people to get vaccinated pretty bad and and I I, I think I prior, I'm prioritizing that over anything right now but for me I still believe that the right way to save California is through more conservative policies I do think Larry Elder has the right ideas regarding housing homelessness and battling crime and yeah just making california a better place it's just that that covid his uh his approach towards covid is just not the right move right now and it's crazy because he, he is pro vaccine and he's pro um mask he's he is pro climate change even though they try to push it that he's anti-climate change but again the covid thing is just way too much of a thing but I'm still kind of spooked out about mandates. I I mean, seeing what powers that governments are taking over. And I know I, I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but for real, you got to like really pay attention to some of the stuff that they're introducing to like the world and how governments are kind of abusing their powers. And the mandates are just still something that I'm against, but I, I still think it should be a choice. I do think that businesses do have a choice as well. Like if they don't, if it's a restaurant and they say that you must wear a mask, you, you, you got to wear a mask. And if they say that you got to be vaccinated or show proof, then you have to show proof. But at the same time, like, I, I really think people should have the choice to uh, get vaccinated. But it's people that are making the choice to not get vaccinated. That's really or that's really pushing this variant and making things worse. And yeah, <laughs> it's just like oh, it's the conundrum just crazy stuff that i've been thinking of and like in my pro freedom but do i want to get rid of this covid thing it's just crazy like do, do you honestly think that once this whole thing's over that they're not going to abuse your power again uh, who knows but that's what i think about that uh so maybe i'm voting no on that recall just and i oh my god like i i hate gavin newsom and i really want I really don't, I really don't like him, and he should be punished, and he shouldn't be the government, but governor, but at the same time, he, even as baffling as a character as he is, as much as I don't like him, he does know he's the only one that could push that COVID stuff, I mean, the push us out of this COVID hellhole, and not turn us into Florida. Lastly, in this short episode, um, Hurricane Ida and in louisiana new orleans it's um 
harder than Katrina. It's a way stronger hurricane than Katrina. And all I'm doing is, or all we should do is pray for New Orleans. And I'm really praying for uh, Louisiana and every, everybody. Like, should, I pray for everybody. But New Orleans has a very, very special place in my heart. <laughs> I actually visited that place, or New Orleans, right before uh, COVID hit. Or the pandemic officially started like in april and march that was like the last trip that i did <laughs> and yeah i love this city it's really beautiful and i know it's mainly known for like uh, bourbon street and mardi gras but there's so much culture so much beauty whether it's the architectural the french influences uh the southern hospitality from the locals it's just beautiful but i think the thing that I really, really love besides, like, pull boys. Oh, my God, pull boys. I want one so bad. Besides pull boys, uh, is that it's really one of the few cities that really uh, encourages artists and they support artists. I I remember walking around the area, downtown areas, area, and just seeing so much uh, artists have their own places. Like, they, there's a lot of galleries in there, and it's it's really cool to see it and it's something that it's not really shown in america anymore especially in the big cities because it's just too expensive <laughs> and it's just awesome to see local artists whether they're painters or musicians just to see the, how the city embraces them whether it's the horn players and the bands that are playing out in the streets or the artists as i said painters and it's something that i really love about new orleans and again the the pool boys and the locals the alec the alligators <laughs> and the culture there the voodoo stuff <laughs> but again uh man one of the things about new orleans is that they're still trying to recover from katrina like they're still trying to make it through and then this hurricane coming right now and covid hidden like this is gonna be tough to bounce back from but hopefully biden shows a lot of can offer a lot of support and i'll see if i could do anything myself but pray for new orleans and yeah man i need a po boy po boy right now that gumbo <laughs> god good southern food but anyways <laughs> again that's that's all i got for this week dude <laughs> last week of august i uh, hope you enjoyed it i've been really busy with work uh this is really the time where it's really stressful and you know i'm just taking it day by day hoping i'm i could do my job <laughs> pray for me as well anyways next week is september and i am delighted to say that the rams podcast will start next week uh i i barely even did it last year i mean i did maybe like three weeks of it so i didn't really get to truly establish the rams uh section of this podcast but i will be doing the preview episode next week i think hopefully and it, of course it'll be a separate from the main podcast because it is a big subject in my opinion and yeah i'll have that cooking up for next week and then we're gonna attack the season hopefully we get super bowl season and the music and then of course basketball coming back in october but until then, have a good week. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, let's get let's work on some new music this week. And yeah, pray for New Orleans. And yeah, peace. <laughs>